0: Welcome to the One Man Renegade Podcast. I'm your host, the Honorable Greg B. This is Chapter 105, and it is the last chapter of the decade, of the year, of all that stuff. 2019 comes to an end today. I'm recording this on New Year's Eve, so you may be listening to this in 2020, but let uh, be assured that this was recorded still in twenty nineteen, um, and the tens, I don't I even mean, know. Do we ever figure out what we call this decade? The twenty tens, I think maybe is that that we went with. Was that official? I don't know. Now that we're at the end of it, it yeah, it's kind of like when you are in it, you know, whatever you'll know, figure it out later, and then it's like after the fact, it's like, wait, what did we call that decade? Uh, I don't know. Was it, it's, it's called the tens, I guess. Um, um, but yeah. So, um, this is the last chapter of twenty. Nineteen and the tens, so it's gonna be a little different than normal because I have a lot to talk about. So I'm kind of gonna split this one up into kind of two episodes. So for for today purposes, I'm going to talk about uh, some television shows that just wrapped up that I've been watching, um, both the seasons and in some cases the finales of the series. Um, I also saw some movies that I'm gonna definitely want to talk a lot about and. Um, I played a video game, uh, we'll get to that and have to pick a new one, uh, and then there's lots going on with sports and, and whatnot as we head into, uh, 2020, so, yeah, let's just let, yeah, excuse me, let's get to it, um, and I was, as always, usually, as always, usually, that doesn't make any sense, and as always, I'm pretty sure, uh, we're gonna start with matinee moments and the movies I've seen, so... Uh, some big movies came out since the last time I uh, discussed the movies, um, and I went to go see three, and um, I also watched another one uh, that wasn't uh, in theaters. Um, yeah, so, um, but it was new, I should say. It wasn't in theaters, but it was new, but we'll get to that in a minute. Um, uh First of all, I went to go see Jumanji The Next Level. Uh, it was a sequel to the Jumanji Welcome to the Jungle, I guess was the official name of it. Which was a sequel in itself to Jumanji. But, like, a lot of people more considered a reboot than a sequel. But this one's a sequel to the reboot. Um, yeah, it it sort of makes sense if if you know what I'm talking about. But, like, if you don't know, you're like, wait, the Jumanji movie from, like, the 90s with What's-Her-Face and whos he, whats it Yes, that one. Uh, and by what's her face, I mean, uh, wait, was there, wait, who was in that one? Was that Kirsten Dunst? Why am I, yeah, that was Kirsten Dunst, right? She was in that. And then, um, obviously, uh, Robin Williams. And, uh, the chick from that TV show. That I don't remember her name. I'm blanking. Regardless, whatever. Let's move on. Um, yeah. So, Obviously, they did the reboot a couple years ago, and it was very popular, and then they did the sequel to the reboot, which, you know, I don't know why they never did a sequel to the original one. Maybe Robin Williams just didn't want to do it. Um, No, I mean, they do make reference in, at least in the, um, the first one of the reboots to the first one, but not so much in this one. This one's just straight up sequel to the, the, um, the, uh the The one that came out a couple of years ago. Uh, so you know, overall, what did I think of it? Um, you know, I, I I think the first one was better, um, but you know, they did some new things. They added some new characters. Um, you know, it, it, but the thing was, the thing about it, and I, don't, I mean, obviously, I don't want to spoil it too much or anything, but um, um, and you know, I'll get obviously. More into this... uh, Well, I don't know what more into it, but... I don't want to spoil anything, and then, you know... We're not too far away from having to do the movie uh, podcast... Because the Oscars are like super early this year, but we'll get into that in a little bit. Um, But, as far as this movie's concerned... uh, The one thing that kind of was a little bit... Annoying, I guess, was... You know, in the first movie, you had these characters that then became... You know, these avatars, whatever. And while, you know, obviously they were kind of trying to put these avatars. The people, you know, obviously playing the avatars were trying to portray the characters, you know, the kids. So, you know, it was like, okay, you know, the Rock's like, you know, obviously the Rock. But, like, he's supposed to be like this kind of, like, you know, little, you know, high school kid that, like, you know, lacks some confidence or whatever, blah, blah. And, like, you know, Jack Black's supposed to be a teenage girl, blah, blah, blah. So, you know, they're kind of trying to portray those characters. The problem with this one, though, is you have Danny DeVito and Danny Clover, the Dannys, you know, as older grandfathers or whatever. And now you're having The Rock and Kevin Hart trying to do their, like, impersonations of them somewhat. So it's kind of like, well, wait a minute. Like... So then you spend half the movie with The Rock doing, like, a Danny DeVito impersonation. It's kind of like, I don't know that that works, necessarily. Like, I mean, I get what they're trying to do, but it was, like, kind of like, I don't know that that, that's, I don't know, it just, it was a little, it could get annoying, I guess is my point. Um, But overall, I thought the movie was pretty good, Um, pretty solid, uh, you know, for a sequel to, um, to, um... You know, uh, what am I trying to say? Yeah, a sequel to the first one, um, or the second one. It's still confusing because it's like a sequel to the, it's a sequel, but it's a yeah, whatever. Uh, but they obviously added some new elements to it and stuff to make it different from the the one from a couple years ago, which obviously was completely different from the original. But um, um, yeah, so I mean, if you enjoyed the first rebooted version. Um, I would suggest you would probably enjoy this one. Yeah. And a little bit of a spoiler, but if you ever, for whatever reason, thought to yourself as you're watching, you know, wrestling or any of the movies, the rock has been in and then watch game of Thrones and thought to yourself, I'd really like to see the hound versus the rock. I'm not going to say it doesn't happen, but like, maybe it does like, I don't know. I don't know. So um, if that was something you ever thought in your mind, oh, I'd really like to see the rock versus the hound. It, I mean, it sort of happens. I mean, it kind of happens. It's, you know, I mean, it's not exactly the rock and it's not exactly the hound, but you know what I mean. Um, close enough. Um, all right. So, um, yeah, and it's been doing fairly well in the box office. I don't know if it's going to do as well as the first one did. And again, by the first one, I mean the one from two years ago. Uh, again, again, it's up against Star Wars, which was, which is interesting because the last time around, if I remember correctly, the the original the uh, the release date of the of Jumanji in was before Star Wars, but then somehow Star Wars came and like went, and Jumanji was still like going, and it did really well in the end of the day. So we'll see. I don't know. Um, you know, this time around, it did the same thing. Came out a week before uh Star Wars but um you know with sequels they tend to do better the first weekend you know especially you know as a established um brand <clears throat> and then kind of fall off as it goes but you know with the last time around you know people kind of missed it and then we're like oh I've heard it's really good so this one is not quite as good so I don't know if it'll quite have that that sort of thing but we'll talk about Star Wars in a minute but let's let's move on um I did see Star Wars, but we'll get back to that in a second. Um, but then I went to go see Uncut Gems. If you am not familiar with un- what Uncut Gems is, it kind of... I wasn't familiar to it, with it until like a couple weeks before it came out. Um, I think I saw a trailer for it. when Went to go see Knives Out, maybe? Or something? Yeah. Um, it's uh, Adam Sandler. Uh, not in a very Adam Sandler-ish role. Um, mostly his Adam sandler Lee roles are... Uh, reduced to Netflix movies at this point because he signed that ridiculous deal. But uh, no, this one um, he plays like um, um, a uh, Jewish—no, no stretch there. But a, <laughs> a Jewish, uh, like New York uh, diamonds dealer type guy that gets uh, you know mixed up with the wrong people and owes a bunch of money and is trying to recoup that money. In various ways, uh, including sport betting on sports, which involves Kevin Garnett. Um, not that Kevin Garnett was betting on sports, but he's betting on Kevin Garnett to do well because of whatever. I don't want to ruin anything, but uh, it's pretty good. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's kind of got the weird, like Adam Sandler is like vibe to it because it's like, oh well, it's you know, as much as you try to convince yourself it's not goofy Adam Sandler, it, you know, it is kind of goofy adam sandler i don't know it's it's a bit weird with in that retrospect but um if you could kind of put that aside it's 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 better i think i, I had trouble sometimes because you know he would just do something kind of like adam sandler ish and it be then just you know it's it, you know at some points it was kind of hard to take him completely serious um and i mean i think it's just that's just adam Sandler in general, so like I don't know if you can get past that, um it's probably better, but uh I don't, it wasn't bad, I wasn't like, oh, this movie's dumb, or anything like that because like uh, because of because of that or anything, but um, yeah, no uh, very solid movie uh it is in theaters now I, I guess it came out limitedly uh, limitedly uh like a few weeks ago, and then officially like world uh I don't know worldwide, but nationwide. Uh, it's expanded on Christmas so Yeah I mean if you're looking for An Adam Sandler Serious movie There you go I mean um, You really want, you want to see Kevin Garnett act As himself Which is always a weird one It's like well Kevin Garnett's in this movie It's like what does he play oh, he, he plays Kevin Garnett oh okay. oh okay That's a stretch I guess <laughs> I guess he can do it but it's funny, it's funny how they they kind of uh, incorporate some of, like, actual, like, you know, the Celtics stuff. Um, I mean, not to spoil anything, uh, because I will... I mean, telling you when it takes place kind of spoils something, but um, it's not oh eight. A lot of people are like, oh, it must be 08, because, you know, it's Garnett and whatever and the Celtics. But it's actually 2012, so... Don't want to say when, because it will spoil something if you're... If you're uh, I mean, once you get in there and start watching it and be like, oh, I know anything about the Celtics. Certainly in 2012, you'll know exactly what's going to happen. But, um, yeah, which was weird in that sense because I was like, wait, well, I know what's going to happen here. Like, I was at that game. <laughs> but, um, yeah. Uh, I mean, outside of that, you don't know what's going to happen. But certainly with the game itself um, or the games themselves, you do. Um all right. So, yeah, Unco jumps I'd I'd, I'd rather recommend, uh I'd say, I mean, I don't see a lot of movies. Well, I, I shouldn't say that. I don't go see a lot of movies I wouldn't necessarily recommend. I mean, there's a bit of occasions I'll go see a movie and it's not really what I expected to be and that's kind of eh uh but generally generally speaking if I'm going to see a movie, I'm, you know, I'm pretty much on board with it. Now, if a movie comes out on Netflix and I'm just like, meh, I got nothing else to watch. Let's throw it on. Yeah, sometimes those tend to not be so great. Um, or, you know, it doesn't have to be Netflix necessarily, but it might be a movie that was, you know, came out months ago. And I was like, eh, hey, it wasn't something I really wanted to go see. But I checked it out later and I was like, eh. Hey. But this one was one that came out on Netflix and I've heard some people talking about it. Uh, and I was like, eh, hey, all right. I'll check it out. I got nothing else to watch. Uh 6 Underground. Uh, so this movie is a Ryan Reynolds movie. Um, it uh, it's kind of like a heist type of thingy. I don't even really know. <laughs> it uh it wasn't good. I mean, I'll just leave it at that. Uh it's like an action movie where they get a the team together and they have to do stuff and whatever, I don't know, it, it, it wasn't great, it wasn't great at all, it's a Michael Bay movie, so there's just a lot of explosions, and, uh, you know, it's, tri- he's trying to, it's trying to, Ryan Reynolds, but it's trying to be like, you know, it's Ryan Reynolds, I don't know, it's just, him as an action star just kind of, it doesn't really work in, in the sense that it's like, well, I mean, there's Deadpool, but then there's like, well, What else is he going to do? It's like I remember like R.I.P.D. I was like that was awful. I don't know. He just doesn't it doesn't work in. He doesn't work as an action movie star. Without the comedy. But without Deadpool. What's the point? I don't know. I guess maybe is that is maybe that's what I'm trying to say. I mean, obviously, he was in uh, Hobbs and Shaw, but he wasn't, like, a main character, so that, that worked, because he was kind of the comic... He was kind of, well, I wouldn't say the comic relief, but he was more comic relief than anything else. Uh, whereas in this movie, he's trying—he's the lead guy, and it's trying to, like, it's comedic, and it's goofy, but it's, like, serious. I don't know. It, it didn't work for me. It wasn't great. I mean, if you're looking... On Netflix and flipping around And looking for something to watch I mean I guess it's worth a watch But it really You know It really didn't keep my interest all that well I was just, I should say um, And uh, Yeah I wouldn't necessarily recommend it But again I don't know it's on Netflix So it's not like you have to go out of your way to Find it as you know if you have Netflix It's there um, But I'm sure there's better stuff on Netflix to be watching Right now than uh, Six Underground, but... hey eh, if you really like Ryan Reynolds and you want to go check out a Michael Bay movie, there it is. Um, okay, moving on. So then, of course, Star Wars. Um, the uh, Rise of Skywalker. I, I've seen it twice now. I saw it in just regular, well, the regular... Not 3D, and then I started in 3D, but the first time I saw it, I saw it in X Plus Laser Atmos, which is like the Showtime Cinemas, I guess they're like version of IMAX, if I could compare it to anything, but not like totally IMAX, like it's just like a, it's kind of a bigger screen, and it supposedly has like this super high resolution, and then the, the 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 sound's supposed to be really cool. I've seen a few movies in it so far. I, I wouldn't say it's amazing anything like out of like it's crazy but like in terms of if I'm going to that theater to see a movie if it's in that theater I'm like okay with it whereas opposed to some of the other theaters that are are some of the other screens that are in that theater are can be a bit small and not great. Like, the one I saw on Cut Gems, I felt like I was in a closet watching a movie a little bit. As opposed to, you know, in comparison, I guess, I should say. Um, But anyways, um, so, overall, my thoughts on Star Wars Episode Nine: The Rise of Skywalker. Uh, I liked it. I mean, a lot of people, the critics haven't really been kind to it. um, And even some of the audience reviews or whatever. Um, haven't been exactly the best. Um, I'm not going to sit here and say it's the best Star Wars cause it's not, but I'm not going to sit here and say it's the worst cause it's definitely not that either. Um, I enjoyed it. I liked it. Um, I know with the finality of it all, our supposed finality of it all, we'll see how exactly that plays out in the years to come, but the supposed finality of it all, I guess, you know, given that there was so many different things they potentially could done, I feel like people are upset that they didn't do what they wanted them to do more so than anything else. And I think part of what kind of has has uh, given the negativity to this movie. And a lot of that stems from The Last Jedi. And, you know, there's kind of a divide on The Last Jedi. A lot of people thought, oh, it was really cool. The way they kind of went off in a different direction. And other people are like, what the hell did we spend all that time with Force Awakens for if you're just going to not count anything? And the biggest issue I find with that, with now Rise of Skywalker, is that it's back to J.J. Abrams versus Ryan Johnson. And all of a sudden, like J.J. Abrams is kind of like tweaking back the things that he had done that Ryan Johnson kind of got rid of and kind of just ignoring all the Ryan Johnson stuff. So in the end, I think it should have been jj abrams to do all three of these movies if he was going to do one and or he's going to do the first one and the third one cuz just throwing ryan johnson in the middle there kind of just kind of just changes the whole vibe of what the the trilogy was um and the other thing about the ryan johnson stuff was apart you know apparently a lot of it was going to be set up to do his own trilogy thingy that's now not happening i guess so it's kind of a lot of that stuff was wasted and it was like what was the point of any of it now and um you know and certainly there is some of that stuff in the rise of skywalker that you can kind of look at and be like wait what's what is this what's the point of this now but now all the rumors and stuff are coming out well this this little thing here is now going to be a uh, a show on Disney plus or this thing here might turn into its own movie thing um you never know because there's obviously future in star wars it's not like back in the day with like return of the jedi and it was like well that's it see you later and then twenty years later they're like, Oh hey, maybe we'll do some prequels or whatever it was, however many years ago uh years past. It's outside of like a couple Ewok movies and uh there was like a cartoon. Um, there wasn't anything else, like, for Star Wars. Whereas we know this isn't the end for Star Wars. Like there's obviously gonna be more Star Wars. Um what that's gonna entail, I don't know specifically. Um, but obviously Disney Plus is gonna have other shows. I mean, obviously, The Mandalorian is happening right now. And it's aside from like the cartoon stuff. I mean, I think The Rebels is ending or ended or is about to end. I don't know. Um, and I know they're bringing back Clone Wars to kind of finally wrap that up. And I never watched any of that stuff. And I know it's kind of like uh, canon to some degree. I mean, obviously, if you saw Solo last year, they have a huge plot point that if you didn't watch in the Clone Wars, or whatever you are, or, or one of those shows, I don't even remember now, you wouldn't have understood at all. You're just like, what the hell's going on? And, which I was, and I was like, I had to go back and figure it out. I'm like, wait, oh, okay, so in this random bunch of episodes from a cartoon I never watched, they. I should have known that. It's like, what? I. No. No. No, thank you. Um, I mean, keep the. I mean, it's cool to make references and stuff. Don't get me wrong. Like, if you, if I watch Clone Wars and there's some reference to that in in you know Last Jedi or whatever, okay, that's cool. But don't make it a plot point where it's like, if I don't, if I didn't watch Clone Wars, I don't know, I'm, just, I'm not gonna understand what the hell's going on, um, uh, you know, or whatever. But um, so and grant there there's definitely some of that in this movie. That reference stuff, but I don't think there was anything specific that was like, oh, you had to have watched this or seen this or read this comic book to really understand it. It was kind of like, well, if you had read this or watched this thing or you'd have a little bit more of a backstory for this, but like you don't need to know it necessarily. Um or or that could be stuff going forward that could be stuff that like they referenced and being like wait i don't wait what happened with that oh well we don't know yet oh but it could be part of something else so yeah there's a lot of that there's a lot of that because you know i don't know that people really know necessarily what the future is for star wars now because you know there was you know Obviously at one point there was gonna be a Boba Fett movie, that's not happening. There was gonna be the Ryan Johnson trilogy, that's not happening. There was gonna be uh the Game of Thrones guys were gonna do some stuff, apparently that's not happening. Uh, you know, there was gonna be an Obi-Wan movie, but now maybe that's gonna be a TV show on Disney Plus. Obviously the Mandalorian's happening, and that's 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 going well, and they're gonna have another season of that uh next year. But outside of that, I know the Clone War thing and I know there's a couple other things in the works, but, like, specifically for, like, the movies? I don't know. I'm not sure. Um, I don't know anyone knows specifically, but, uh, you know, unless I've just missed something or I'm just not aware of whatever. But there was just so many ideas being thrown out there, it was hard to keep track of what's what was what was supposed to be next. And now to know what is next, I, you know, I don't know. Um but the, supposedly the Skywalker story's over. Supposedly. Now, what do I mean by that? Well, five years from now, if they decide, hey, you know, we can do more of this, they'll do more of this because they know people are going to go see it and watch it, and and that's you know, I mean, it is what it is. But you know, I mean, they're bringing back the Matrix. Like, I'm pretty sure that ended on a pretty definitive ending. Like, you're bringing back the Matrix. Like, okay, all right, and you know. And for the stuff like that, it's... You couldn't... You can't reboot stuff like that. Like, it just wouldn't work. Like, you couldn't just reboot Star Wars. Like, hey, we're rebooting Star Wars. Like, what does that even mean? Um, So you have to continue the story. Or you can do a sequel or whatever. Or prequel or whatever. I mean, certainly fill in the gaps. Uh, um, But, like, with... I, I mean... I don't I don't know why I brought up the Matrix, although interestingly, a little bit of a little side tangent here. Supposedly, as of right now, John Wick 3 and the Matrix Four, whatever it's gonna end up being called, uh are supposed to be released on the same day. Something tells me that's not gonna end up happening just because that'd be a lot of that'd be a lot of Keanu Reeves. But uh even before that we do have Bill and Ted Three. On its on its way next year, so or almost this year, depending on when you're listening to this, could be this year. But um, a few more hours to go as I record this. Uh, by the time I upload it, it's going to be like two hours away from, <laughs> from from next year. But anyways, let's let's move on. Um, or what was I saying? Let's wrap up the Star Wars stuff. So yeah, overall, I would say um, I liked it. Um, is it the best? No. Is it the worst? No. Does it does it do a good job of wrapping everything up? I guess so. I guess so. I don't know. You know. I mean, in the end, I see. Still, I still feel like I don't know that this is over. You know, they say it is. They you know that's how it's portrayed. There was supposed to be you know a way back when George Lucas said there was going to be nine episodes, um, or nine yeah nine episodes. Uh, and uh, now there's nine episodes of this specific storyline. Um, but honestly, I mean, I feel like I'm going to try something else next. But given the history of Star Wars in general, I don't know what that's going to be and how it's going to work. Um, and if it doesn't, I could see them go back to, well... Down the line, I mean, Disney obviously has a lot of money invested in the Star Wars thing. And not to say they haven't made that money back, I don't know. I don't know where they're at in terms of that, like, bottom line-wise. You know, given the amount of money they spent on the stuff, the amount of money they put into, like, creating everything, the movies and uh, the theme parks and whatnot, versus the money they've generated and, and the profit. Are um, not profit necessarily, but in revenue, I should say, um, where they're at, d- bottom dollar-wise, I don't know. Like, I feel like with Marvel, they definitely have, because um, I forget how much they spent on Marvel, but for Star Wars, I don't know if they're there yet, but they got to be pretty close, I'd imagine. But obviously, they're not done yet. It's not like they're done. It's not like you had X amount of years to get this done. You had five years to, you know, and then we get it back or anything like that. Um so, I don't know. I don't know what the future is for Star Wars films, but I do know where the future is at least or at least the present and potential future of the Star Wars Disney Plus show for now. Mandalorian, cuz that's what I'm going to talk about next as we as we f- switch into small screen sweeps. Um yes, Mando. The Mandalorian uh rep- wrapped up its season um you know it's something I want to talk about, but I don't want to ruin everything because it, it's a spoiler for kind of both mandalorian and sort of sky the rise of Skywalker so i it's an interesting concept that I didn't know was a thing, and then it happened in the same week on both the show and the movie and if you it's a bit weird but um so overall uh Mandalorian there was eight episodes it's done now uh there's they're gonna be a new new season next year. I don't know if they've officially announced that, but it kind of, I mean, seemed obvious, um, and I think uh, John even said so, but I don't know if it was any official matter. It was maybe someone heard that someone talked to John Favreau at a thing, and someone overheard this other thing where they said maybe okay next year there'll be another season. Okay, I don't know if it's official. Uh, I, I I'm not sure, but um, so overall, my overall thoughts on the season are 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 basically. The overall arching story of what The Mandalorian was about was really cool and really good. And I really enjoyed it. Um, The thing is, it's like, well, that could have been a movie in itself, I suppose. But since it's eight episodes and they kind of have to stretch it out, they did these other kind of side mission type of things that were, you know, a bit hit or miss. You know, it was a bit, it made it a little more episodic um, than, um, you know, the, the, um serial serialized I don't whatever the terms are um uh which is fine I mean kind of you know because it kind of like brought you into like certain other elements of like the Star Wars universe that maybe you forgot about or weren't aware of or whatever just kind of you know expanding the the universe as it was um but um you know uh, some of it was hit or miss I'll be honest like so you know some of it it was really cool another of it was kind of yeah like, eh, i don't know that that episode blah but i mean you know given the way that you know this is you know structured and you know it was only at eight episodes so i mean could it have been more sure did it need to be more i don't know um because it's not it's, it's almost like do you just want to put out content for the sake of putting out content um just because it's mandalorian as opposed to like is this really going to help the story you know um or is it just going to be filler? So, you know, they they kind of treaded the line on that a bit. Um, not to say that any of it was bad or anything like that, but, like, yeah, there's a couple episodes where it was kind of like, all right, well, nothing really sub- substantial happened in that episode. So it's kind of like, I don't know. There's some cool stuff, I guess, but, you know. And Baby Yoda was in it, so cool. Um, but, uh, yeah, but overall, yeah, definitely a solid show if you're not. Um, if you haven't watched yet, you got Disney plus and you haven't watched yet I don't know what you're waiting for but if you don't have Disney plus and um you want to check it out I definitely recommend it um I would you know if you don't have hulu or e s p n plus already I'd recommend the bundle uh but also if you have other stuff, look into it because there's definitely a lot of deals that they're doing I know if like you have Verizon you get it for free for a year and there's a couple other things where like if you already have something. Like, if you already have Hulu, you can get it discounted. Or, like, if you have something else, you can get stuff discounted. So check it out. I mean, for me, I thought the bundle was good because I didn't have Hulu or ESPN Plus And I don't have Verizon or anything like that. So I was like, all right, bundle. Bundle it up and let's, Mr. Bundle, let's go. Um, sorry, that was a terrible joke from a terrible commercial. Um, uh, But, yeah. So, I mean, I guess the other question with that now is now that The Mandalorian is over, what's next for Disney Plus that I'd care about? You know, I mean, obviously they have tons of movies and stuff and whatever, which is fine, but in terms of, like, what's new, like, what to watch, um, I don't, I know, like, The Falcon and Winter Soldier doesn't start till like, next fall, I think. That's a ways off, so I don't know what else is there. (laughs) That's gonna be like keep my interest for the next seven months or eight eight months or what, uh, whenever I guess it's fall right so nine months I don't even know I don't think they've released a specific date for that yet but um I don't know I'll have to explore it a little bit better to see what I mean obviously it's got all the Simpsons episodes but so that there's there's obviously that if nothing else I guess uh, but Hulu as we move on Hulu. Um, I'm, you know, I've been catch, catching up on some stuff on Hulu and, um, you know, I finished watching, uh, the, um, as I talked about, the uh, Castle Rock season two, but then the Runaways, uh, Runaways kicks, kicked, uh, or ended, I should say, their, uh, their run, um, as, uh, as they had their third season, which kind of ended abruptly as did Cloak and Dagger which was another show that was kind of which they actually implemented into each other it was a bit um uh a crossover episode if you will but it was kind of weird because they obviously did the crossover episode before they realized that um, before they realized that um... wait who actually got that goal Oh, sorry. Sorry, Bruins game started. There was a goal. I wanted to... Never mind. All right, let's keep going. Uh, what was I saying? Yeah, uh, Runaways, uh, season three. Um, uh, you know, I mean, Marvel, kind of with the whole Disney Plus thing, as I was just talking about, they've kind of, like, just gotten rid of all their, like, regular television stuff. I mean, obviously, the Netflix stuff had already ended a while back, but then, um, you know, they still had Runaways, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., um... And uh, cloak and dagger, and I think there was supposed to be another show coming out that may never happen. I guess I don't know, but regardless, um, so there's a couple different shows that were coming out that I don't think ever ended up uh, happening. Um, but regardless, um, yeah, so they then they just were like, you know what, we're done with this. We're you know for now, we're just we're we're getting rid of the TV shows and. I mean, Agents to Shield, I know, has one more season left, and um, and um, obviously Runaways just finished up. They just dropped all those episodes. They didn't even bother going like week to week like they have in the past. Cloak and Dagger obviously got canceled, um, and you know, so they're basically just like, you know what, yeah, we don't need this separate thing anymore. So let's just I, any all the TV stuff we're just gonna implement into the MCU and kind of have it a part of that. And it's just gonna be characters from that. Um, not to say that. Technically, this stuff wasn't set in that universe, but like it never interacted. So, I, I, you know, they're just, I mean, then Kevin Feige's taken over. Kind of, it's just kind of collapsing into the, the main studios. The TV side's just done. Um, but, um, yeah, there's this movie, this Hellstorm. Hellstorm supposedly is happening, but, um,. Yeah, it's going to be on Hulu, and I, they're going to do one season, and I guess that's it. Um, or maybe this is going to... I don't... You know, I'm honestly not sure. Um, yeah, it says they're still filming it, so may, maybe this is just going to be... I don't, I'm not sure what's going on with this, this show. This, this show seems like it's was part of the Marvel television group, and then, like, as everything was kind of changing over, now it's part of the the regular part of Marvel now, um, but it was, I, I don't know, but supposedly, it's going to be on Hulu sometime this year, um, whether or not that, we'll see how long that lasts, I guess, I don't know. Um, yeah, but then Falcon and Winter Soldier is coming out late 2020, oh, it doesn't even say fall 2020, it says late 2020, and they got WandaVision, Loki, what if... And then there's a bunch of others that don't really have uh, Hawkeye. Uh and there's a bunch that don't have um uh they don't have uh release dates or anything like that yet. Miss Marvel, Moon Knight, and She-Hulk. So yeah. There you go. Um but overall, how would I think of Runaway Season 3? Uh yeah. It got a bit weird, um, and I don't know that they really knew that it was going to be over. So, like, there was a lot of stuff that was just kind of like, hmm, like that, like, was that supposed to happen that way, or did they kind of, like, tweak it so that it could, like, end? Uh, I don't know. It seemed like there was almost, like, three seasons in one, like, as opposed to, like, um one full story like they there were certain elements it was like oh here's this thing oh this is done now we're gonna do this thing oh wait, that's done now we're gonna do this thing it was kind of like rushed it seemed like they had a bunch of ideas and then they're kind of like well oh crap this is my last season all right let's just get them all out there um so yeah i mean it was a little in comparison to the first two seasons i thought the first season was really good second season was fine and then this season was kind of disjointed i think um But I mean, if you have Hulu and if you watch the first two seasons or whatever, I, you know, definitely recommend checking it out if you haven't already. Um, Again, if you have Disney Plus, Hulu streaming, blah blah blah. Although then for what I I don't, I get confused at how this works because so Hulu, so Runaways was on Hulu, but then it's also on Disney Plus, like the first two seasons, but not the third season yet. So I don't know how long until the third season ends up. On Disney Plus, if that makes sense. Um, I don't know. But regardless, it's out there. Um, Alright, so let's move on. Uh, I also watched Titan Season 2 on the DC Universe. Uh, I thought Season 1 was good. Um, You know, it was a little bit. I didn't. You know, there was a lot of developing the characters in Season 1. So, you know, in Season 2, they didn't need to do as much of that although they still did i'm not gonna say they didn't but um they also added new characters and it was kind of like okay 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 you know and it was like some of the characters just like really for this show they're adding bruce wayne okay i mean he's never batman but like it's bruce wayne and then like death strokes in it and it's just kind of like <clears throat> all right and again it's similar to runaways it's kind of like like it starts off like kind of ending what happened in season 1 and then it just goes into something completely different and it's like okay. But I mean it was cool. I mean, you know, obviously if you're a fan of the DC um stuff, um you know, it incorporates a lot of characters from Titans. Um you know, I mean, it's not Teen Titans. I'm not going to say it is. I mean, some of them are teens, but you know, in terms of Teen Titans, like Teen Titans Go, like no, it's not a, it's not for kids. It's it's an R-rated show, certainly. Um, so yeah, no, that's another element of it that's always kind of interesting to me, given the way the Marvel does things, where it's, everything for Marvel um, is very PG thirteen, and even on you know the even the Netflix stuff like was a little bit more, a little bit more um on the edge, but it was never, it never went over the top with it. It was always kind of like, it it, 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 you know, walked the line of being R versus like, cause it was a TV show. So I guess it was TVMA, but it was never like, or maybe it was tv fourteen. I don't know. I, I, don't, know. I don't remember, but you know, certainly with the Punisher, some of the violence was, you know, R rated violence, but they never went over the top with like the language or anything like that. Whereas Titans, yep, I mean, one of the first trailers they showed, he was saying F-Batman. Um, but, um, you know, so certainly DC's not hesitant to go that way. And certainly with, uh, you know, some of the stuff they've done more recently. Even though, you know, some of the other stuff didn't work out so great. Um, you know, for the, certainly the movie side of things. Uh, you know, I feel like they just realized, you know, you can do this. I mean, the Joker, obviously... It works. You can do an R rated comic book stuff, and you know, in in Fox realized that with Deadpool and, and and Logan and whatever. But you know, now that that all all that stuff's back in, under Marvel, I don't know. According to Ryan Reynolds, Deep Deadpool 3 is in the works, but I just don't know what they're how they're gonna do that with the Disney umbrella. I mean, they still have Fox technically, so they could still release it under Fox, but it's like it's a Marvel thing in. Why would you? Why would you do that? Like it doesn't really make sense to do it if you have Marvel and it's a Marvel product. Why wouldn't you just keep it under the Marvel umbrella? Why would you put it under Fox? Just confuse people, just because it's R rated, and you're not, and Disney doesn't do R rated. I, I don't know. I don't. know, We'll see. I guess it'll be interesting to see how that all um, ends up. Um. But anyways, yeah, Titans Season 2. If you have the DC Universe, I'd say check it out. I'm not really sure how many people have the DC Universe um, uh, streaming app. And I still don't know what's going to happen with that once the HBO Max thing starts. Because it's all under the same... I mean, I guess Hulu and... I don't know. I guess... I don't know. There's so many stupid streaming things these days. I just can't keep track anymore. Uh, but anyways, uh, yeah. So, and finally, uh, not finally at all. No, not finally at all. There's, i got a ways to go. Uh, but finally for Mr. Robot, it finally ended. I guess is what I was trying to say there. Uh, the, yeah, they finally, they finally, they had their finale. Um, you know, I, I don't know how to feel about the finale. It, it didn't. It didn't really go the way I thought it was going to go. And it was a bit awkward and weird. Because it was like. It was a hard. He had a hard time trying to figure out. What was actually happening. Versus what was just. In like his mind. And. You come to realize that like. The person you thought was the person. It wasn't really the. I don't want to spoil anything. But like. There was like. You know. it's There's been a lot of twists and turns. Throughout the course of the whole series. So it's not. It didn't surprise me that. You know, there was, you know, you know, there was a bunch of twists and turns, but at the same time, it was kind of like, well, wait a minute, what does any of this mean then? And then it's like, oh, now, well, it's over now, so it's like, who cares? But it's just like, well, wait a minute, what? So this this guy was this and that. It's like well, I don't I don't get it. Uh, yeah, it's a bit confusing. That's uh, all I gotta say. And um, yeah, I don't know. Um, I just feel like this show kind of. And it happens a lot with shows like this where it's like the first season comes out and it's like mind blowing and everyone's like, Oh, this is crazy. Oh, it's you know, amazing and blah 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 and then it's like, Oh, well now what? Oh crap. Yeah, we gotta we're gonna keep going? Oh, well how long are we gonna keep going? Oh, well we gotta come up with new weird stuff so that you can keep you on your toes and you never know what's gonna happen, but it's like almost like how much how much of that gets like overthought and overwritten and then kind of just blows up and it's like i don't know what like what is this and people lose interest that's the other thing too it's like i don't i mean and mr robot season one was first happening and a lot of people were talking about it, a lot of people were watching it but by the time season four rolled around everyone was like oh that show's still happening okay uh, and i don't know how many people were still watching it uh but you know overall like as a series um you know it, it didn't it didn't get to you know groundbreaking like Breaking Bad's area or whatever It it certainly had You know the kind of Capability at the beginning Of potentially being something along those lines It never got there Um But you know I mean there's only four seasons So it's not like they went over the board Overboard with it or anything like that And and it you know Went on too long Um but um you know Yeah I don't know I mean it was enjoyable It was an enjoyable show If you've never watched it Check it out Like I said it's only four seasons So it doesn't take It won't take a terrible Long time to get through it I don't know Where it's available I guess is the issue Uh, It's It's You know I'm sure season four right now Is on demand On on whatever But in terms of Where you can watch The first three seasons I don't know I mean I'm sure they're available On like Blu-ray or whatever DVD, but are they streaming anywhere? Maybe on the Peacock at some point. I don't know. Uh, but then Sam Esmile, who did the did the show, uh, he's got his new new show, uh, Briar Patch, coming out in February. I think it starts with uh, Rosario Dawson on the USA Network. So yeah, see what that's all about. Um, but uh, as far as Mr. Robot's concerned, uh, goodbye, friend. Um, all right. Rick and Morty finished their first half of season four. Uh, they had a Christmas episode of sorts, I guess. It was cool. I mean, it's Rick and Morty. I don't know. Like, I I think I said last time I was like, you know, these new episodes, like, I think it's going to take a few viewings until it's like, Oh, you know, you get all the jokes and stuff and kind of catch everything. Whereas like the first time viewing, it's kind of like, Oh, that was funny. But after I watch it four or five more times, it's probably going to be funnier. Uh, but, yeah. So, Rick and Morty. I don't know when it comes back for the next five episodes. They haven't said anything. I don't think they're like... If they did, I haven't seen it. But, um... Yeah, they're gonna stretch it out, of course. Because, why wouldn't they? Um, Watchmen came to an end on HBO. Uh, still up in the air. Whether or not there's gonna be a second season, you know, it kind of sounds like it... I mean, definitely should be, and it definitely left on a cliffhanger that there could be. Uh, but, the there was never really any confirmation that there would be. Um, that doesn't mean that HBO wouldn't want there to be. It's more of a long of, would Damon uh, Linderloff, it's that his name, want to do another season? Because I guess it was only supposed to be a, you know, a limited series or whatever they call it. Um, so I don't know. We'll see. We'll have to find out as we go forward. But, you know, as the season was, it was, it was it was it was interesting in that the way they presented it and certainly you know it kind of you know it it in the beginning it was a bit tough if you weren't completely familiar with the material but by the end it was like okay you know if you weren't really completely familiar with the material they covered most of what you needed to know to enjoy the show but you know those first bunch of episodes it's like I'm lost, I don't know what's happening here, and then it's like, oh, and and, yes, I realized that that was not a, that pun was not intended, um, uh, you know, uh, now I lost my train of thought, no, it's not lost, but it's lost, he wasn't lost, yes, I get it, blah, blah, you, you catch, you get, you eventually get there with everything and you kind of they, cause they do, they do, there's a lot of backtracking and backstory and, and whatever. And you learn about a bunch of stuff and it's like, well, some of it you probably would have known or somewhat have known if you were familiar with like the, the, uh, comics or, you know, even the original, the movie, the Zack Snyder movie, um, which I saw the Zack Snyder movie, but I hadn't seen it in 10 years or whatever, whenever it came out. Um, so my recollection of a lot of what was happening i wasn't really sure about and certainly i don't know how much i stayed true to that anyways as opposed to uh the book or whatever or the books um but yeah uh, but if you didn't watch it i would definitely recommend it it was definitely a solid show um and, you know but you got to get you got to get through those first few episodes without really necessarily knowing what's going on unless you're familiar with that stuff which in which case you probably already watched it but um yeah so there you go Watchmen uh hopefully coming back for season two I don't I don't know for sure or, or when but uh yeah uh The Purge uh this the new season uh ended um you know they they went a different direction with it this year and I thought that was a good idea um the ending was a bit meh just cause it was kinda like well you know I think they felt the need to tie everything together, and it was kind of like, did they need to? I mean, I guess, but they didn't. I feel like they didn't need to, but they kind of did. And it kind of just all went crazy at the end. But, I mean, it's The Purge, so it's understandable. Uh, But, yeah, so, I mean, you know, given the way The Purge works, you know, in terms of, like, you know, the storyline and whatever, you know, they can keep doing these seasons forever, just bringing in new characters and whatnot, but... um, You know, it's going to get dull if they don't come up with different concepts. So the way they did this concept this year kind of, you know, made it different and made it, you know, um, yeah, made it something else. So uh, it'll be interesting to see if they do another season and if they do what they can do with that season to change it up. And I believe there's going to be one more movie too. I, I know the movie doesn't necessarily have anything to do with the TV show, but I know there's pretty sure there's going to be another supposedly another Purge movie, which I guess is going to be the last theoretically. But I thought they already did the last one a couple years ago. So. I don't know, but if you're, if you're if you're a fan of the Purge and you haven't watched the new season yet, I'd say give it a shot. Um, why not? Um, and then Treadstone, you know. I I just I never really got into the show. Um, It was fine, but I just never. It never I don't never clicked with me. Just you know, it's like I understand that this set in like the Jason Bourne universe, but it's like there is no Jason Bourne in the show, and then there's like this different groups of whatever, and they're all like I don't know. It just I don't know. It just never really clicked with me. Uh, I finished watching the season, yes, but, um, yeah, I, I mean, if it comes back for season two, I don't know if I'm in. I don't know. I might be out. I, I just didn't, it just didn't, I don't know, it just it wasn't, it moved, it, I think the issue was, you know, given the way the Born movies are and, like, the TV show, it just moved too slow for what, you know, what it's. The genre and like kind of the vibe It's supposed to be giving off It just was too slow And there was too many characters I think And it just, I don't know, just lost my interest And I never, just never could get Totally into it, I'd throw it on and like Half the way through I'd be doing something else And I'd, oh, oh, this, yeah, kind of watching it Half watching it Um, So yeah, I don't know It is what it is, I guess Uh, But uh, yeah, let's move on Uh, SNL had uh Eddie Murphy on host the Christmas episode. Uh, it was the first time Eddie Murphy had done anything on a regular episode of SNL since he left. I mean, he was on the 40th anniversary show, but he basically just said, Hi, I'm Eddie Murphy. I used to be on the show, and I'm here for the 40th anniversary, and that's kind of cool that it's been 40 years, and I'm Eddie Murphy. And that was about it. He didn't do any sketches or anything really funny. Uh, he just, I'm Eddie Murphy. Um, so, you know, to then have him on the episode and actually do stuff was kind of cool. You know, he brought back Gumby, Mr. Robinson's Neighborhood, uh, Buckwheat, and then whatever. Uh, and so, yeah, it was, it was funny. It was probably the, I mean, certainly the best episode of the season so far, I'd I'd say. I mean, the Will Ferrell one was all right. Um, but this was probably a little better than that. Um. Yeah, so, I mean, I I know Eddie Murphy's kind of going through this renaissance, as it were. Uh, you know, we had the Dolomite Is My Name movie that's on Netflix right now, which I haven't watched, but I'll probably check out at some point. Uh, he's got Coming to America 2 coming out soon. He's got a Netflix uh, television or Netflix comedy special coming out soon, I believe, as well. Um, so, yeah, he's getting his career back on track, I guess, uh, if... if Yeah. I don't know, so, well, I mean, you know... I, I think everyone kind of enjoyed what he did in SNL so I wouldn't I would imagine he wouldn't say no to coming back necessarily I don't know uh, I mean I don't know how often he would want to do it but uh, you know just in terms of like he's definitely open to coming back to SNL I would think at this point um, for future uh, hosting gigs or maybe just cameos or whatever so we'll see going forward um, but yeah if you haven't watched the episode, I'd say check it out. Um, <clears throat> then, um, <laughs> well, uh, Jimmy Kimmel and the live in a studio audience, I think, or whatever it's called, when they did the live versions of a few months back, whenever that was, they did the live versions of All in the Family and the Jeffersons. They did it again. They did another episode of All in the Family, a Christmas episode, and then an episode of Good Times. Uh, so they switched it up a bit. Um uh, it, was, it was supposed to be live. I don't know how live live it was supposed to be, to be honest, but, like, then there was the impeachment stuff going on, so it didn't end up going on till later, and all sorts of nonsense happened, and I don't know. But, uh, regardless, uh, you know, it was, it's, it was a cool concept when they did it the first time, and, you know, obviously they switched up and did um, Good Times instead of the Jeffersons, which, you know, that was cool, too, and then they did all another episode of All in the Family, so... Yeah, I mean, it's it's interesting going back and, and you know, and seeing these kind of, um, you know, shows redone. But at the same time, it's like, well, if they're not going to, like, change anything about it other than it's live and it's got new people playing the parts, why don't I just go watch the old episode? You know what I mean? But I don't know. It, it's, you know, obviously a ratings thing and it's live. So that's kind of an, another interesting kind of concept to it. Um, uh but yeah it was interesting to see Jimmy Walker back again although he wasn't actually in the episode he was just uh he was playing the um oh uh, he he came out the end i think and said hi but uh uh what's his face that used to be on SNL played his part uh Jay Farrell which of course you know obviously good times always built that show was always built around him eventually saying dynamite which, you know, it was kind of one of those weird gimmicks that they would, you know, a lot of shows did. You know, certainly Family Matters with Urkel. He'd always build up to, did I do that or something or whatever. Um, You know, it was kind of like an, a secondary character that kind of took over the show a bit. I don't know if that really happened with Good Times, though. I don't, can't quite remember. I don't really remember watching Good Times too much uh, back in the day. Well, I mean I think it was well, I think it was before my time, but just on like even like our reruns or whatever. Um or like Nigga Knight or whatnot. But um yeah. Jimmy Walker used to say Dynamite. That's right. Um, I know. I gotta tie it back somehow with Adam Sailing, right? Um alright, so that's gonna do it for Small Screen Sweeps. So let's move on to games for Greg. And yes, I did play Gorf on the Atari twenty 26- six uh, hundred version um e- yeah so as i sort of remembered like it was kind of a space invaders type of thing but like it had different levels and whatnot obviously this you know obviously the 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 actual like arcade version is well beyond what the capabilities of the 2600 version were i think there was an extra level too and which for some i heard it couldn't be converted cuz of legal reasons more so than capability reasons, but I wouldn't imagine the capabilities were all that difficult or but could have been. I don't know. I mean, just certainly the graphics and whatnot, you know, obviously down downgraded for the uh, home systems and whatever, and the 2600. But, the thing about the game I always kind of remembered was, like, there was there's three different levels, or four different levels? No, I think there's five different levels in the arcade version, but there's four different levels in the uh, 2600 version but the final level was like you're supposed to shoot the spaceship but you had to shoot it at a certain point to kill it so for me like as as a little kid watching this like spaceship it looked like a duck and you had to shoot the duck in the neck and i was like i'm oh, got to shoot the duck in the neck and it's like i'm sure the arcade version didn't look anything like that but it's like it it's a, supposed to be a spaceship but it looks like a duck and you got to shoot in the neck it's it's kind of weird but i'm sure it's supposed to be like the exhaust port <laughs> star wars type of thing um uh, but anyways um so i did play it i beat the levels i mean it's one of those games where it just just has the same levels and just it's supposed to get harder and harder as you keep going and going and and the point of the game is to get the points more so than to beat the game because the game never really ends i mean that that's kind of how all those kind of arcade games were back in the day it was more about the points necessarily than beating the actual game because the games themselves weren't that hard to beat necessarily then they would just ramp up the difficulty and it would just be the same game over again but the points was kind of the the thing um of course then there was games that i mean like donkey kong is one of the famous more famous of those where it's like you know people try to get keep getting the higher score highest score highest score but like there's only so much of that game you can play because of capabilities there's a kill what is it called? The kill screen where like you get to the screen and then like, you just can't do anything because like there's issues with like the, I was, I was, I was reading about it. Like they talk about it in King of Kong. If you've ever seen that movie, I remember they, they talk about it a bit in that. I don't know if they go into great detail if I, I, haven't seen that movie in a long time. And that scene, that movie's kind of all kind of BS now. Uh, because not only is the record that's talked about in that movie been broken multiple times since then, even the guy that, had it in the movie then got like in trouble for like cheating or whatever and it's kind of been uh, you know thrown out of the whole gaming community or whatever Billy Mitchell I believe his name is but basically there's a kill screen because the games their their code only could go so far so like once it gets to a certain level I can't like handle it and it screws it up um, but anyways yeah so I mean it's an old school arcade game and that's how it is So, but it is now time to pick a new game, um, so let's see what I get. Um, let's bring up the little random number generator. Uh, random number generator. There we go. Um, and what what number are we on now? Okay, sixteen forty three, and we get. 552 so let's see what 552 is hopefully it's an actual game and not a system or a controller or some weird thing uh, because you know this 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 list I'm going off of I'd put like all the stuff that I have um, in terms of video games not just games it's also the systems and controllers and other things um, just to keep track of what I have and whatnot Alright, what, come on, come on, come on What was it, 552, is that what I said? It is So we're looking at Nintendo I think we're on the Switch, that's good River City Girls Okay Um, This one I'm a little hesitant about Because this is a limited run game That I picked up as a kind of a collector's edition thing And I haven't opened it yet so, I wonder how much the value I'm going to kill by opening it. Um. I don't know. Alright. But, no, it's there. Alright. I, yeah, I picked it. I picked it. I mean, there's certainly ways I can get around that playing it. I don't know if I can. Yeah, uh, Yeah. We'll see. I'll probably open it and play it. I don't, I mean. I don't know. Why would I get games if I'm not going to open them and play them? I guess is the point, too. And I, I don't know how much the value would hurt by opening it. But, um. Yeah. Alright, so River City Girls, which um, is basically... I don't think it's a remake, necessarily, but it's just a reimagining of River City Ransom, but it features females instead of males, because sure, why not? Like, Yeah, there you go. Um, So I don't know how much... I don't know how different it is from the original. I think it's kind of a completely different game, but I gotta imagine. I wouldn't think they would just be the same River City Ransom, just instead of having the it be boys it's girls and i don't think it would be just that i, mean, I think there has got to be more to it than that but uh, i don't know we'll find out when we am going to play it uh, and then we'll talk about it uh in a uh, next whenever whenever we get around to playing it, i guess um all right uh so let's move on to the sports splash zone uh so the NFL wrapped up its regular season um fortunately for the patriots they kind of came out and uh, Crapped bed on Sunday against the Dolphins at home Which is just unexcusable And now uh, they uh, don't have a bye Because Kansas City won their game And since the Patriots lost to Kansas City um, Kansas City had the tiebreaker And now they get the bye So the Patriots going to have to play the Titans Coming up on Saturday um, And then uh, they'll move on If they can win that game They'll move on to Kansas City uh, Next week um, Or week from Saturday or a week, yeah, I think it's Saturday. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. No, Sunday. I think it's a week from Sunday. So they played this Saturday, and I think it would be a week from Sunday if they went in Kansas City. Yes. Sunday. Sunday, Sunday. Uh, not Saturday. But this week, Saturday. Okay. But, alright, so with that said, uh, I'm going to make some predictions. Because, why not? So the first game up is the Texans and the Bills. The Bills going up against the Texans um, in Houston, uh, as the Houston is the four seed as they won the South, but in Buffalo is the five seed as they were the number one wild card slot. Uh, I'm gonna go with Buffalo. I mean, I know. I mean, obviously it's in Houston, so you know, obviously the home field advantage, but. I think Buffalo is just the better team. I don't know. I mean, I know the Patriots lost to Houston and obviously beat Buffalo, but um, I think Buffalo is just the better team. I think I, I see an upset coming here. All right, and then obviously next up, we got the Patriots uh, hosting the Titans on um, Saturday night um, in the, yeah, wild card game. Patriots ended up the three seed, so, yep. Um so I'm going to... I'm, but I'm going to go with the Patriots, obviously. <laughs> uh, and then on the... On the uh, NFC side of things, for the wildcard weekend, we got... Um, I don't know which order the games are in. Uh, I know, obviously, Seattle had a chance to... Actually, they could they would have had to play this weekend anyways... I, well, they they basically screwed themselves over last week against the Cardinals by losing. And then they lost to the 49ers, who now got the number one seed. But even if they'd beaten the 49ers, they would have just been the three seed. Or they would have been the five seed, I should say. Uh, and now they're the three seed. So it kind of didn't change anything in that perspective of where they were playing. Um, it just, I mean, it changed two they're playing, and obviously they have to go on the road now. But, um, they still would have had to play this weekend, so, yeah. Anyways, um, if I can actually find what I'm looking for, I could bring it up and talk about it, but, uh, yeah. Alright, so here we go. So, the Sunday afternoon, this early afternoon Sunday game is, why do they make this so difficult? Um. Vikings at Saints So the Saints ended up on the 3 seed So 49ers 1 Packers 2 Saints 3 So the Saints will be hosting the Vikings And as we all remember a couple years ago There was a crazy ending to The last time these guys played um, In the playoffs anyways Uh, Yeah I'm going to go with the Saints though Yeah Going the Saints And then the second game Is obviously the aforementioned Seattle Seahawks Going to Philadelphia As Philadelphia was able to uh, Win the East With an 8-8 record Or no they ended up 9-7 right Yeah 9-7 So they had a winning record So there you go No complaints there uh, I mean, obviously Seattle is uh, <laughs> well aware of playing in the playoffs with the losing record. So, but not this case, not the case this year. Um, so Marshawn Lynch is back for Seattle, which is just crazy in and of itself. Uh, he didn't really do a ton in that game against San Francisco that I, I know, he had touchdown, he had touchdown if I remember correctly, but he didn't do much else that I recall seeing. Uh to be honest, I only kind of half watched the game because I was like, eh, they're both making the playoffs anyways, whatever. Seating, who cares? Um But I do think the Seattle Seahawks are going to beat the Eagles. Um So here you go. Uh let's see. There we go. So let's move on. That would mean that we would then see in the divisional round. Yeah, I'm gonna make playoffs for. I mean, I make predictions for the whole playoffs. So then we would have um, Seattle moving on to take on the Forty ers as another rematch. Uh, in, in in this time, well, they both played. Yeah, so Seattle beat Seattle beat San Francisco in F- San Francisco in the regular season, and San Francisco beat Seattle in Seattle. So so far, the road teams have won. Uh, is that going to be the case again this time around? Um, yeah, you know what? Yeah, I'm going to Seattle. Seattle will beat the Forty ers in in San Francisco, and then the Ravens would host in this scenario the Buffalo Bills. Now we saw this game a few weeks ago, and uh, it didn't turn out well for the Ravens, but it was it was a uh, I mean sorry for the bills uh but it was a very it was a fairly competitive game if I remember correctly um they uh yeah the it was 24 to 17 so yeah it was it was a close game so Buffalo could certainly give the Ravens a run for their money but with that said I think the Ravens will prevail And then we got the Patriots going to Kansas City to uh, take on the Chiefs um, again. I mean, obviously they did this last year, but it was the AFC Championship game last year, not the divisional round. But, you know, the Chiefs did beat the Patriots earlier this year in Foxborough. So, you know, I mean, I, I don't know. This Patriots team just hasn't quite clicked. that uh, not, not to say they couldn't, but they really got to ramp it up. And now they, they don't have the bye week to kind of... Take a take a breather uh, Certainly doesn't Help um, But I'm not going to sit here And go against the Patriots So I'm going New England And then in the final uh, Game of the divisional round It would be the Packers Taking on The Saints uh, So another Pretty Solid matchup there. Uh, ah, that's a tough one. I think I have to go Saints, which would bring us to the AFC and NFC championship games the next weekend. Which would, by my by my calculations, be uh, the New England Patriots taking on the Baltimore Ravens um, in Baltimore. For the AFC Championship. Now obviously the Patriots and uh, Ravens. Are no. um, Are no strangers. When it comes to the AFC Championship games. But given that this game would be in Baltimore. And not in New England. It does change up things a little bit. Um, You know again. uh, The way the Baltimore. uh, Trounced the Patriots last time. They played in Baltimore. uh, You know it's not. The greatest. You know. Uh. Sense of confidence that I could get, have on the Patriots, um, you know. But if they overcome the Chiefs and then they roll into Baltimore, I can't go against. Yeah, I, I mean, I know it's dumb making predictions for this stuff because, like, well, I can go against the Patriots. I mean, I don't know. It seemed it seemed like a dumb thing to do, but got to make predictions, right? Um, all right, and then finally, in the NFC Championship game. It would end up being the New Orleans. No, it'd be Seattle Seahawks at the New Orleans Saints. Yeah, interesting. I got both teams coming out of the um wild card weekend. Uh no wait, is that right? Yeah, yeah. Both teams Yeah, both teams coming out of the wild card weekend, uh, from the NFC uh to go in the into the uh the NFC Championship so But I mean it's happened before So yeah, it's nothing new But yeah that, that would give the Saints uh, Another home game In- Interesting uh, enough um, So I think that would be the difference I think New Orleans Getting that home game would be the difference So there you go New Orleans And then we'll finally get that Breeze versus Brady Super Bowl that everyone's kind of been Wanting and didn't happen What was it three years ago I forget which Or was it two years ago Whatever. I remember this scenario could have happened a couple years ago and, and the Saints lost. Um, yeah. Um. All right. So, yeah. So, there we go. Uh, it would be a New England Patriots versus New Orleans Saints Super Bowl. Brady versus Breeze. And I mean, I can't go against the Patriots, so like I'm obviously going to pick New England here. Uh, We'll revisit this down the line. Let's depending on obviously how I do my predictions and make new predictions if need be. But uh, for now, there you go. Those are my predictions um, for the uh, playoffs. Um, But moving on, uh, Bruins have been back. uh, Move to the NHL now. Uh, Bruins have been back uh, on track. Oh. Just to clean up the NFL stuff, I don't know what's going on. There's a lot of firings and hirings of new coaches. It happens every year around this time. So I'm not surprised. I'm not going to go through it, but whatever. Who cares? Figure it out next year. Uh, I know Freddie Kitchens was the first guy to hit the hit the bricks um, for Cleveland. Um, no big surprise. That, you know, a lot of people are expecting big things for the Cleveland coming into this year, and they just kind of fell flat on their face. Um, I mean, it's Cleveland, so who wasn't expecting that? in reality but uh certainly Freddie kitchens is getting the the vast majority of the blame there so he had to go um all right let's move on to though. uh bruins are a bit have gotten a bit back on track they've won a couple games um obviously they're playing right now as i speak they're up one nothing against uh the devils um they uh are still in first place uh By, um yeah, they won three games in a row. I was thinking I was trying to think of myself, wait, they won that I don't remember they won that game, but then they lost that game, but they okay. So three games in a row. Uh they they are ten points ahead of Toronto right now in the uh eastern or in the Atlantic division. Uh they're still trailing uh the capitals in terms of overall uh points and they're also a point behind the blues as well. Um Yeah, so there you go. I mean, obviously, I think they're in good shape in terms of making the playoffs. Uh, having that number one uh, seed would definitely, or the number one seed overall would obviously be great. But even just for the Atlantic would be obviously, um, uh, um, uh, well, theoretically, it's a good thing. But, you know, given the way the playoffs kind of structure, it it may not be. Because looking at the standings right now, They'd end up playing the Carolina Hurricanes, who right now have forty-eight points, who are better than Toronto or Florida, who are currently sitting in the two-three SOTS in the Atlantic Division. Yeah, it still doesn't make sense to me. So, in this scenario, if the playoffs were to start today, the two worst teams to make the playoffs would be playing each other. Doesn't make sense. Um, but anyways, I digress. Um, yeah, I mean, I think they're 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 in good shape right now. They've been playing. You know, obviously they had that skid, and and but in a lot of those games they ended up losing in overtime or shootouts because they're not they they suck at shootouts for whatever reason. They're currently zero and five uh, in shootouts, and uh their overtime record isn't exactly the greatest either. I mean, given, I mean they've lost four. I don't know how they've won, how many they've won. I guess yeah, I'm not sure how many they've won in overtime, but they've lost four obviously in just overtime overtime not. And then five more on the shootouts. So, yeah. I mean, they're still pretty dominant at home. Now, granted, they've lost eight overtime or shootout games at home. But they've only lost one regulation game at home. So that's pretty solid. Um, so, yeah. They're rolling. Uh, as far as the NBA goes, the Celtics, you know, have been rolling. And then they they had a great game Christmas in Toronto. But then they followed it up um, this past... Saturday against Toronto and lost. So they gave it right back to them. But uh, overall, standings-wise, uh, you know, they... What am I doing? Um, they're, they're, you know, I don't know. You know, Obviously, the, the NBA does it kind of weird now. So it's like division-wise, it doesn't even really matter. I mean, technically, they're in first place in the division. game Game and a half up on... Toronto but like in terms of like The conference which is kind of more of what Matters these days uh, They're five and a half back Of Milwaukee and Half a game up on Miami And second so they're in second place right now So I mean they're rolling I mean uh, You know Mark's Smart's back but now that Jalen Brown I guess is not going to play today but I guess it's just He's feeling a little under the weather Um I guess, Are they playing Memphis today I don't even know Um that, that game's starting up pretty soon. No, they're in Charlotte. Oh, they're in Charlotte. So Kemba should go off against his old team. That'd be fun. Um, so here we go. I mean, obviously the Bucks are rolling still. Uh, they did lose on Christmas to the 76ers, but uh, outside of that, they've been pretty pretty good. Uh, the Lakers kind of hit a cup a skid and lost a few games, but uh, they're still leading in the West. Um. So, yeah, I mean, obviously, you know, it's still pretty early in the season, I guess. I mean, 30 games in. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing I don't understand. Like, the Bru- uh, the Celtics have played 30 games, but yet somehow Milwaukee's played 35. Um, you know, a lot of other teams have played 35, 33, 34, but yet, for whatever reason, the the Celtics have only played 30. So they're going to have some, they're going to have some a lot of games to catch up here um, in the second half or the, you know, in 2020 I should say um but yeah I mean I, I, I don't have any I don't have any uh doubts that they'll end up in the in the um playoffs for sure I mean what happens when they get the playoffs no idea I mean obviously you're gonna have to get by the bucks in Toronto and Miami and 76ers are obviously going to be the big uh, competition and then if they can somehow make it to the finals obviously the Lakers or rockets or Clippers or nuggets or Whoever merges out of the West uh, won't be the. Won't, it won't be the Golden State Warriors, though. That's for sure because they are terrible. Um, of course, all, they're all injured and they're basically just tanking this year. Seems like I don't know. Uh, but anyways, uh, let's let's move on, shall we? Uh, let's go to fights. Talk about some fights for money. Um, nothing really too much to talk about here. Um, UFC 245 happened. I guess I'll just talk about that uh, briefly. Uh, I went 2-3 in my predictions, so not great. Um, Let's bring it up real quick. Um, Yeah, so... Peter Jan beat Uriah Favors. I got that one wrong. Marlon Morales beat Jose Aldo, so I got that one wrong. Amanda Nunez did beat Jermaine De May, so I got that one right. Alexander Volkanovsky beat Max Holloway to win the um, featherweight championship, so I got that one right. But then Kamaru Usum, Usman uh, defended, successfully defended his welterweight championship against Colby Covington, so I got that one wrong. Uh, so next up for UFC is the big return of Conor McGregor. As you'll be taking on the Cowboy. Uh, Donald Sharon in Vegas. Back to back pay-per-views in Vegas. Which is interesting. But yeah I guess that makes sense. Um, that's not for a couple more weeks. So we'll talk about that down the line. Um, Alright so that's going to do it. For this episode. Except we got one more thing to talk about. Because coming up this weekend. We do have the Golden Globes. So I'm going to make some predictions for the Golden Globes. Now I was looking at the. Predict- I was looking at the. The nominees and stuff. And I was looking at... Alright, they got the film. And I'm like, alright. So I've seen a few of these. So I can kind of... More or less make general predictions for the film side of things. But then television. I was looking at all the nominees for the, all the music The the dramas or the musical comedy. All the television shows. I haven't seen a single one. I haven't watched any of them. And then even... Like, the only things I like could even like comment on here... Is that like, Kit Harrington was nominated for actor and Rami Malek uh Kit Harington for Game of Thrones, Rami Malek for Mr. Robot. And then um uh for drama and for comedy Paul Rudd for Living with Yourself and Natasha Leon for Russian Doll. I was like and that's it. That is that's all. Nothing else I've seen. So it's like I don't know if I can really like give Like educated predictions on any of this stuff So I'm just going to stick to the movies Because you know as we're leading into Into Oscar season which again Golden Globes are super early Oscars are super early I'm not sure why apparently it has something to do with Ratings I guess I don't know Uh, Supposedly I guess the Oscars are going to go back to Later in February next year But for this year they're doing early February It's like the Sunday after it's the week after The Super Bowl which is normally when the Grammy Grammys are so the Grammys moved up now they're a week before the Super Bowl, which is weird. And then, uh, you know, I, everything's kind of clumped together now. It's like, spread it out a little bit. I remember when the Oscars were like in March. They used to be like in March, now like the beginning of February. Like, give me some time to watch some of these movies that all came out at the end of the year that are going to be nominated that no one's ever heard of. Come on, guys. All right, but anyways. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to do predictions for the movies. I'll just do the main character ca- categories, so drama. Musical or comedy Then actor, actress And both of those Supporting for everything And then director So let's good to it First off The nominees for drama For motion best motion picture Are 1917 Which I haven't seen yet But I do want to see But right now It's only in limited release And it comes out world Nationwide Or Wide release Or whatever they call it In a couple weeks I think It might be a week from Friday I'm not I'm 100% sure on that I do definitely want to go see it So I'll check that out. So, I can't really say too much about it right now, but like, I've heard things. I heard things. Speaking of hearing things, I heard things. The Irishman nominated. Obviously, it was Netflix, but they had the limited release, so it qualifies. Sure. Joker, um, which obviously I've talked about before, I, I thought was really good. Oh. A Marriage Story, and then Two Popes. Should I have gone the other way with this? I don't know. Whatever. Let's just do it. Uh, so, you know. Out of the two movies I saw Joker or Irishman I would have to probably go with (sighs) That's a tough one See I like to do these after predictions I guess um, I I like to use predictions for the Oscars After I usually like to do My movie categories Or my movie ranks To kind of give away But see now the Golden Globes work a little differently So I'm going to say Joker wins here Just because I feel like I don't know, that seems like more hippish for the Golden Globes to win. So I'm gonna go Joker. Um I definitely should have done this in a different order, but sure, I don't know. We'll just do it how it, do do it how it is. Uh then for drama. No, that was drama. Musical or comedy, we got Dolomite Is My Name, which again I haven't watched yet. JoJo Rabbit, haven't seen it. Knives Out, I have seen. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, I have seen. And then Rocket Man, which I have not seen. Um, so out of the two movies that I have seen, Knives Out or Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, I'd have to give the edge to Knives Out. Um, now, I say that now, but then I'm going to do my movie ranks and I'm probably going to switch everything up. <laughs> but um, for uh, for purposes of this, I'm going to say Knives Out. Now, with that said... Have a feeling that Jojo Rabbit's gonna Win I don't know why I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go with that It's I haven't seen it yet I, I, I do kind of Want to check it out but uh, I have not Yet uh, Seen it so it's Taika Watiti uh, Wrote it directed it I think he wrote it I know he directed it the, but I think he did both Um, Yeah so there you go Alright moving on we uh, go to the uh, best performance in a motion picture drama. So we'll start off with actor Christian Bale, Ford vs. Ferrari, uh, Antonio Banderas in Pain and Glory, Adam Driver for St- Ma- Marriage Story, Joaquin Phoenix for Joker, uh, Jonathan Price for The Two Popes. Um, I'm going to go with Joaquin Phoenix just because I same reason I went with the Joker, just I don't know, I feel like it's gotten so much type and whatever and it's the Golden Globe so it doesn't really matter. <laughs> So get people to watch Give it to the people that people talk about I remember they did that with Mickey Rourke For The Wrestler I was like yeah They do that Um, And then for actors we got Cynthia Enville From Harriet Scarlett Johansson for Marriage Story Cersei Ronan for Little Women Charlize Theron for Bombshell And Renee Zellweger For Judy um, this was a tough one, partly because I've not seen any of these movies, <laughs> and then uh, partly because there's a lot of those names that are names that easily can win here. Um, uh, I'm going to go with Charlotte, Scarlett Johansson, though, just because, why not? All right, now moving on to best actor in a comedy musical musical or comedy. We got uh, Daniel Craig for Knives Out, uh, Roman Griffin Davis for Jojo Rabbit, Leonardo DiCaprio for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Taron Egerton for Rocket Man, and then Eddie Murphy for Dolomite is my name. I'm gonna have to go with Eddie Murphy just because I all the Eddie Murphy stuff I just said earlier. Go Eddie Murphy. And then for Actress, we got Anna de Armas from Knives Out. Uh, Aquafina for The Farewell. Clayt Bent, Clay, Clayt... Clayt? Kate Blanchett for Where'd You Go, Bern- Bernadette. Uh, Bernie Feldstein... Wait. Beanie Feldstein? Beanie Feldstein? Who the hell is Beanie Feldstein? I don't even know who that is. For Booksmart... Oh, okay. now Booksmart. Okay, now I know who that is. And Emma Thompson for Late Night. Um... I'm gonna go with Emma Thompson Yeah Alright, so next up We have um, Supporting Actor Now, Supporting Actor and Supporting Actress For these categories, they just combine into one uh, We have Tom Hanks for A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood uh, Anthony Hopkins for the two popes, Al Pacino for the Irishman, Joe Pesci for the Irishman, and Brad Pitt for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Jesus, pick pick a winner out of that. I mean, that's just the hard one to do. So I mean, out of these movies, I saw the Irishman obviously, and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I haven't seen Beautiful Day of Neighborhood, but it's Tom Hanks, and then I haven't seen Two Popes, but it's Anthony Hopkins. It's like I, I, I flip a coin, all right. I, and then I just, uh, just throwing Al Pacino, for Joe Pesci, and Brad Pitt. Sure, sure. Like, this supporting actor? Like, crazy. I'm going to go with Brad Pitt, though. Just, I thought his character was pretty cool from uh, that movie. And then supporting actress, we got uh, Kathy Bates for Richard Jewell, Annette Bening for The Report, uh, Laura Dern for Marriage Story, Jennifer Lopez for Hustlers, and then Margot Roby for Bombshell. I'm going to go Lord Dern. I haven't seen any of these movies, so I don't really have much to say about it, but uh, Lord Dern. Why not? And then, finally, for Best Director, again, they combine it into one category. We got uh, Bong Joon-ho for Parasite. I think I'm saying that right. Uh, Sam Mendes for 1917. Tom, uh, Todd Phillips for uh, Joker, Martin Scorsese for The Irishman, and Quentin Tarantino for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Mm, That's a toughie. That's a toughie. I mean, I haven't seen Parasite or 1917, obviously, but... um, I'm going to go Todd Phillips. The Joker. That's what I'm doing. Definitely should have done that in a different order, but there it is. Uh, so finally, before we say goodbye for the last time for 2019, just kind of let's take a trip down um, the reflection pool and reflect on 19... Then 19, what? I was going to say 1917. I haven't seen it yet. Uh, the 2019 uh, of the year, and then obviously the 10s, the decades, the the 10s, whatever, the 2010s. I a decade I mean I don't want to go too far into detail or whatever because that could be its own podcast in itself but I and mean, it might be but uh just kind of a quick thing it's like okay for personally for the things and topics I talk about uh it was kind of a crazy year when you think about it for like movies and television shows for 2019 it's like we saw the end of Game of Thrones we saw the you know the end you know of like the Avengers era of uh the Marvel. If you want to call it that, however you want to call it, end game. And we saw the end of Skywalker saga, you know, for now. Again, you know, we'll see what happens. Um, you know, and that, that that those three things in and of itself were just a milestone type of things. Um, you know, I mean, and obviously there's tons of other stuff that happened, but like f- specifically those three things were kind of nutty. I mean, those are things, topics I've talked about a lot on my the podcast so i mean clearly i have a lot to say about those things and now they're gone i mean in theory they're gone but i mean obviously marvel's still going to continue star wars continue game of thrones is going to have a a prequel for the um the dragons they're not doing the other prequel but the other prequel and then again for i don't know who knows what's going on with it at star wars but regardless yeah so overall i'd very say a very I mean we'll get I'll get into it more movie specific specifically movie wise when I do the movie ranks, but just in terms of entertainment in general, yeah, it was a lot of stuff, a lot of hype stuff this year, and uh you know now that it's over it's like well, what's next, I guess, and uh kind of going into that unknown a little bit uh but um yeah, overall solid all year as far as the decade's concerned well, I mean I mean. In terms of entertainment-wise, I mean, yeah. I mean, I think those three things that I just kind of talked about kind of dominated the decade. I mean, Marvel certainly. Um, I mean, almost the entirety of that uh, Avengers kind of um, storyline or whatever, the MCU. You know, obviously, I, I know Iron Man and the Incredible Hulk were technically in 08 So they didn't count for this decade But then starting with 2010 and Iron Man 2 And and through to 2019 And ending with I guess technically Spider-Man uh, Far From Home was the last of the MCU But um, you know just that In that in that entity of like all of that You know and not to say any, take anything away from Iron Man The first Iron Man because I thought the first Iron Man was obviously spectacular But uh, Incredible Hulk was blah but, um, you know, everything else in, in that, just crazy. I mean, and Star Wars, just the fact that we've had more Star Wars, you know, it was going into the beginning of the decade when it was like, ah, Star Wars is done. It's over. We're never going to see a Star Wars again. The prequels weren't great. You know, they were doing Clone Wars, I think, or whatever. I don't even know if maybe they were done by that point. I don't remember. But it was kind of like, ah. Do, will we ever see a Star Wars movie again? I was like, yeah, I don't know. And then Disney swoop swoop, 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 swooped in, purchased Star Wars, and here we are now. Um, at the end of the decade, we've had five, five Star Wars movies in a row. Now, granted, Solo wasn't great, and Rogue One wasn't technically a part of the canon. Well, not not that it's not a part of the canon. It's not part of the Skywalker story, even though it heavily is involved in in and of the story. And same could be same with Solo, although that was more of a prequel of anything. Although, it's weird to say, I don't know, regardless, it wasn't great, but regardless of any of that, the fact that we've had five more Star Wars movies is just crazy in and of itself. And then obviously Game of Thrones just uh, dominated the decade as well, um, you know, because that first started in 2011. Was it 2011? Yeah. And rode through the whole decade, and, you know, ending in 2019, so... Yeah, I mean, those three things, I mean, I know I just talked about them for 2019, but in terms of just the decade in and of itself, like, those are huge. Um, As far as sports goes, I mean, obviously in 2019, the Patriots won the Super Bowl, so A-OK there, Um, and the Bruins got to the Stanley Cup Finals, Uh, you know, Red Sox, not, not so great, they didn't follow up their championship series of season of 2018 very well, but Whatever, we'll see what happens going forward. And then the Celtics kind of, you know, kind of had a bit of a change of changing of the guard, as as it were, with the Kyrie Irving situation and whatnot. So, um, you know, future looks better for them, I think, for now. Uh, but yeah, there you go. Uh, but as far as the NECA is concerned, well, I mean, obviously the, the Patriots won a few Super Bowls. The uh, Red Sox won a couple of World Series and even the bruins won a stanley cup. The Celtics are the only ones that didn't win anything. They made the stanley cup, the they made it sorry. No, no. They made it to the finals in 2010, but haven't been been there since. Uh the best chance they had was in 12, I guess. Or well, I guess I guess 18, too. They made it to game 7 of the Eastern Conference Finals. Um for both those years, but Obviously, fell to LeBron. Yeah, but anyways, um, and then the Patriots, beyond winning the three Super Bowls that they they won, they also lost two, and then the Bruins lost two other Stanley Cup Finals, and Red Sox won two World Series, and that's all they got to. So, pretty solid year for pretty solid decade for sports. Can't complain, (laughs) I guess. Um, you know, it was it was on par with the last decade, I guess, though, right? Because Red Sox won three No, Red Sox won two World Series Patriots won three Super Bowls And then the Celtics won um, an NBA Finals And then the Bruins didn't win anything So as far as championships concerned It was exactly the same Um, More Finals appearance this decade though, right? Alright, so I don't know. That's that's all I got to really say about the decade and the year. Um, it's been, I mean, obviously, as far as the decade is concerned, I started this podcast, right? So that's pretty cool. So, yeah, obviously, this has been really, really long. There's a lot of stuff to talk about, and I'm not even, that means haven't even touched wrestling yet. So, I will do a whole other Turnbuckle Time podcast in and of itself um, next time out. Probably a couple days because I want to talk about all the stuff I previously had made predictions for and how I've all that turned out and then obviously Wrestle Kingdom is coming up this weekend in Japan so that's a big one. So I want to go over all that stuff too. So alright that's gonna do it. As always, uh check out the blog at RazorVader.blogspot.com. Um check out um uh subscribe on subscribe to the one man renegade podcast on Apple Podcast or Stitcher or wherever else you can find it. Uh leave a comment write a review, share with your friends, share with your enemies, share with your friends' enemies, Uh, give me five stars, uh, all that fun stuff. Let me know what you want to hear from me in 2020. Maybe I'll kind of make some changes, switch some stuff up. One of the first things I'm thinking about doing, I'm pretty sure it's going to happen. It hasn't happened yet, but be on the lookout for it, is the One Man Renegade podcast YouTube channel. Uh, I'm going to kind of start posting some of the things that I don't, really have the ability to kind of share on audio. It's like, you know, I've been doing those wrestling boxing boxes forever, and it's like, well, what what sense does it make to just talk about it when I can show it on YouTube? So I'm going to probably do that. I have lots of collections I kind of want to go through and talk about, and it's tough to go through and talk about a collection on a podcast um, without any visual representation. So I feel like YouTube might be a better fit for that kind of thing. But it's a work in progress. It hasn't started yet. Uh, it hopefully will start soon. And I'll let you know more next time out or whenever it comes to pass. Um, be on the lookout for that. And, uh, yeah, that's going to do it. So, finally, I just want to say uh, have I hope everyone had a nice 2019 and hopefully uh, better things ahead in 2020. So, uh, happy new year to everyone. And uh, all things i right. That's what they say. That's all... Is that, that even the word? All lang syne? Is that, is that how you say it? I, that sounds wrong and that's not being sung. But regardless, Happy New Year and, well, talk to you soon.